as we speak, somebody coming out of a relationship that tore them apart, now they're stronger. Right now, somebody coming out of financial debt and they finally able to execute on their dreams, execute on their passions, right? Right now, somebody is finally becoming a better version of themselves that they always destined to be. So when I tell you that you could be a better version of yourself, I don't mean that there's nothing wrong with you. I don't mean that. I just mean that you can actually be better than what you is right now. Look, I don't know who needs to hear this, but welcome back to another episode of The Real, The Raw, The Truth. I'm your host, Meech Speaks. Let's go ahead and get into today's episode. You know, when I first got into speaking, my aunt, she told me, she said, don't talk about things that you've never experienced. You know, like never talk above your stature. Never talk about, never talk above your experience. You know, and I completely understood that. But as as I did each episode, you know, I, I always say, you know, you got to step out of your comfort zone. You got to face your fears. You got to face the unknown. And I feel like, I've experienced that. Like, yeah, I experienced that. But, you know, pause. Hold on, man. Like, I can't even get this episode outright without just saying this first. Check on your fucking people. Like, that ass. Like, check on your people, man. Like, given the fact that it's the holiday season. Like, it's suicide already high. But, but, but check on your fucking people. Like, like, if you got time to listen to me then you got time to reach out and call somebody. You know, like the person that you always telling your fucking problems to, how about you call them and just make sure that they ain't got no problems on their plate, that they ain't got going on. You feel me? Since you've been bombarding them, dropping off your fucking food, hoping that they can eat it. Like, check on your people, man. Like, like, honestly, man, like I was going to come into this episode all nonchalant talking about how I felt about like X, Y, and Z and what's going on, man. But this shit hurts my heart, bro. It hurts my heart. You know, and, and I really want to take a moment, man. Shout out to the pride. I know y'all going through it. I know y'all going through it. You know, shout out to a good friend of mine. You know, she, one of her close friends, she, he, 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 he took his life. And I never talk bad about a person that committed suicide. I never talk bad about them. I don't. And and I really just, before I really start this episode, I really just want to just say I don't mourn those who commit suicide. I don't mourn them. I don't. And I bet you're wondering, like, why wouldn't you mourn them? When somebody commits suicide, one thing that you need to understand, well, two things you need to understand, is that they have been searching for peace for so long. You really got to put into consideration the dire situation somebody has to be to take their own life. Like, you really got to understand what it means to have your back against the wall. And that there's only one option out. Like, you really got to, like, you know, emphasize with that. So I, so I won't mourn them because I know that they finally got the one thing that they have desperately been trying to obtain. And that's peace. We mourn because we missed them. We mourn because we wish we could have did more. So I'm going to be the first one to tell you right now, there's so much more that you can do. Because I'm going to just be 100 with you. When I wanted to kill myself, I wasn't broadcasting it in a way that everybody would reach out for me. You see what I'm saying? Like, I wouldn't reach out. I wouldn't do it like that. I, I, I joked about it. 
you know, but I'm in a culture where I can joke about a lot of dark things and people just think that that's just normal. But it's in reality, I'm trying to cope with something. I'm trying to make sense of something. I'm trying to make peace with something. You know what I mean? If you really feel like, you know, if you don't ever want to feel like you didn't do too much, like you didn't do enough, check on your fucking people, man. Call them up, man. Like, it's as annoying as it was, man. I had a friend of mine, man, like, you know, shout out to Alan for this, but like, he would call me, call me. You know me, I hate, I hate when somebody calls me and they ain't really, you know, ain't no plan on the table. But he was calling me just to check where my headspace was at. He knew I lived alone. He was like, hey, man, I'm just checking on your headspace, just trying to make sure you good. You feel me? When people see, like, you know, like certain memes that I post or when they when they they um hear an episode or they might hear something I said in the episode, they reach out to me. And they say, like, hey, man, you good? Hey, brother, you good? I'm just checking on you. I don't know what's going on. I know you got this whole podcast thing going. I just want to just check on your mental space. I love the awareness that it's in theory supposed to bring, but a lot of you motherfuckers is just wearing the shirt, wearing the bracelet and just saying the fucking phrase. So I'm going to just be the first one to say it. Keep your 22 fucking pushups and give me 22 fucking minutes of your time. Dead ass. And I don't mean to say that in a manner to disrespect anybody and i don't say it in a manner to disrespect that cause but a lot of you motherfuckers just like when y'all went blacked out on that tuesday when it was supposed to be black lives matter every single fucking day y'all always tend to take the easy way out check on your fucking people but with that being said let's go ahead and get into today's episode yeah just like what i was mentioning um (laughs) my aunt she always told me never to speak above where, you know, speak above things. Like, don't talk about things that you've never experienced. And I swore up and down, I, I know for a fact I had experienced this. You know, stepping out of your comfort zone. I know for a fact I've, I experienced it. You see what I'm saying? I know for a fact I did. You know, there's been numerous occasions where I've been pushed out of my comfort zone and I've succeeded. But man, I'm gonna just be 100% with you, man. Like, and I don't know who needs to hear this, but being a new guy sucks. Dude, like, this was my first week at work, and I'm going to just tell y'all right now, y'all about to be on a fucking journey with me for the next six months. It sucks. It sucks. And it sucks for, like, a a lot of things. And, and, And stop me if you've ever been in this situation before. Like, stop me if you've ever really been in this situation. Like, when you the new guy, like, you got to get used to, you know, it's a new location. And for those who don't know, I'm coming from California all the way to Virginia. And I'm going to just be 100% honest with you. Can y'all bring me back to Cali, please? Like, like I apologize for all the negative shit that I was saying back in California. No, I know I talked a lot of shit. I, I, I was talking a lot of shit. You feel me? I talked a lot. This morning, it was so goddamn cold out. I had to wear two fucking sweatshirts. I ain't never wore, dear diary, I have never worn two sweatshirts before. I've never worn two sweatshirts before. I was so fucking cold. Like, and 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 it, and it comes into the fact that, like, you know, in the military, like, you can only be dressed in so many layers. Like, I'm out here dressed like a fucking slut, you know, with only like X, Y, and Z fucking clothing on, and I really have to wear like two fucking sweatshirts. I'm I'm cold. I'm fucking freezing. I woke up and I saw my breath. I knew it was gonna be a bad day. 
I knew it was going to be a bad day. So I think it really, it, it has a lot to do with that. You know, when with the location change. I mean, like, there's a lot more, and trust me, I will get into it. You know, I'm very dramatic. But it, it's a lot more. You, you feel me? It's a definitely a lot more. You know, you're getting used to the fact that, like, everybody right now that's in California, they're getting ready for bed. As I record this episode, the friends I don't have on the, <laughs> the, friends I don't have on the East Coast, they're getting ready to go to sleep. And it's just that dynamic. You know, and I, I I I really have to get used to that. Another thing that just sucks is just the new shop. You know, like it's a new dynamic for you. Being a new guy at a new job, it sucks for a lot of reasons. And the and the biggest one for me, honestly, is because I'm just like such a social creature. And I like talking to people. I like talking to people. But nobody knows me and I don't know them. You feel me? Like nobody knows me and I don't know them. Each person that I meet, I'm making a first impression with them. You see what I'm saying? Like each person is is a first impression. And 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 it sucks because it's like you gotten so used to everybody being, you know, it's easy to make a first impression with a new person when you're in the group that you're currently in. You know what I mean? Like when you're already established somewhere, you can easily meet somebody new because you're already comfortable and everybody around you is already with you. So, like, you meeting this new person, it's just that person's just getting new to you. Man, I'm meeting everybody. I was in the bathroom. Some guy walked in. He's like this. Oh, you're the new guy? I'm like this. That's what I am now. That's what I represent. The new guy. And, it, you know, you, you you sit back and you're thinking to yourself as you look at everybody else. And obviously, this will pass. Like, trust me, this will pass. You know, like, once again, they don't know you yet. They have not met you yet. You can't force everything. And that's the thing that I have to tell myself every single time. And it's one thing you got to be, you got to really pay attention to it. And trust me, as you're hearing this episode, I'm walking myself through it. But I'm going to just be honest. It sucks. Learning the different op tempo. You know, it. you're accustomed to how things worked at your shop. You know how certain people work at your shop. You know the tempo of your shop. And a lot of people face this decision, especially us military people. You know, the first like week or whatever, it, you know, that first like couple of months suck. Because you, you, you don't know everybody and you're just trying to learn everything and you proving yourself at every turn like you have to. And once again, first impressions are your only impression. So you you trying to put your best foot forward. The pressure is on. Like, fuck the bullshit. The pre- That's what you're telling yourself. The pressure is on. You showing up 20 minutes before work starts sending the fucking parking lot so you could be the first one there. It's dark than a motherfucker, but you don't care because you're just trying to set a good impression. You don't even speak in the way that you normally speak because you're just trying to set a good impression because you don't want to say the wrong thing because you don't know nobody. I'm going through it. I'm going through it. But I'm going to get through it. And the reason why I brought that up is because I was sitting back this entire week and I was thinking like, God damn, here I am at a new shop and I got a little anxiety. You know what I mean? Here I am at a new shop and, you know, I feel like an outsider or I feel like I I, I feel like the pressure's on. Imagine if it wasn't a new shop. You know what I mean? Like, imagine if it wasn't a new shop. 
Like, let's take this exact same feeling and let's put it in different avenues and let's see how it plays out. Like, imagine if, just just imagine if it was like a different life. And I'll break that down because to be honest with you, people hate change because of the uncertainty. Like, honest to God, it's the uncertainty for me. Like, people hate change because of the fact that you have to create a new normal. And I always sat back and I asked myself, like, why you always see, like, the, you know, the 20-year staff and CEO? Why do you always see people that work the exact same job and never make any lateral movements? Why do you always see somebody that's in a toxic-ass relationship and they don't get out? Why do you see somebody continue to do the exact same bullshit that continues to fuck up their life? People hate uncertainty. See, you got to think about it. When you doing one thing for so long, nobody want to change that. Like that old dog hates new tricks type of shit. That's real. You don't want to change it because you changing a part of your life. You changing a portion of your life. Think about the inconvenience that it is when you get a new phone. And for us, Android, you know, well, pause. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Get it together. I am not a fucking Android user. For you Android users, y'all know exactly what I'm talking about because with each update, it's always like some weird shit, you know, on the phone. Now, when I made my ascension to the iPhone community, um, uh, it was definitely a big inconvenience. It was an inconvenience. You feel me? Like I went from having this Android that, you know, whatever. And now I'm going to the simplicity of an iPhone and just trying to figure it, figure it the fuck out. A lot of that could be your life. And I was just sitting back and I was just really thinking like, you know, imagine being in that new relationship. Imagine being in a new relationship and you, you, you keep telling yourself, you keep telling yourself. And I, I really just want to take a moment before I get to rambling is that the reason why people choose to stay in their life is because they don't want to create, they don't want to deal with the hassle of having to create a new one. I'll say that again. The reason why people choose to stay in the life that they have right now is because they don't want to deal with the hassle of creating a new one. Think about it. Let's use a relationship as an example. I know you. You feel me? Yeah, we got our problems. You feel me? You cheated on me. I cheated on you. We argue a little bit, but we love each other. We may be toxic as fuck, but I don't want to have to learn somebody else's favorite fucking color. I don't want to have to re-laugh at other people's jokes. Even though you may not even be my soulmate, I got time invested in you. And I feel like that's the biggest enemy of change. That's the biggest enemy of change is time. Time spent. It feels like the longer we spend in something, the harder it is. Because, you know, those roots are deep. I know a couple right now, man, they've been arguing and fussing and fighting for 10 fucking years. Swore up and down, they're going to divorce each other. But for some reason, the divorce never go through. But they know they need to go through it. And they say to themselves all the time that... I'm just too old to find somebody else. Well, I'm going to just tell you right now, the longer you keep fucking waiting, the older you're going to get. So either you're going to figure it out or you're going to have to fucking make peace with this. 
But that's the reality. We just don't want to find somebody new. It's not that we, we, we afraid of finding somebody new. We just don't want to have to go through that hassle of finding someone new. I really wanted to just like take a step back and just be grateful. Just be grateful for the fact that I'm not in a position right now where I'm starting a new business. You know what I mean? Like I, I and I know, I know how it sounds, but I just really want to be grateful for that because the way I'm handling this right now, I end up working back at my fucking regular nine to five. And I know I'm the, I'm the first person to say like somebody working at a job that they don't want for money that they need. But I'm really happy with the fact that right now I get a chance to experience this. Because imagine if you was an entrepreneur, and I know I got a couple of entrepreneurs listening to this so they can relate. That that day that when you broke from your nine to five, there's going to be them days, there was them days where you were sitting back thinking to yourself. Because I know for a fact when I monetized the podcast, when I started to really start putting money into things, I was thinking to myself, like, I feel like I'm spending more fucking money than I'm, than I'm bringing in. When we put the book out, it was so many times where I would sit back and just be like, God damn, like the editor whooping my ass with all these critiques, you know, going over with my coach. And they saying like, this idea just doesn't work. Like, what do you mean? This idea? Like, it, it's so frustrating. It's so frustrating. It makes you want to go back. You don't see. And that's the thing. People always say like, you know, you just got to imagine yourself at the finish line. I don't know who needs to hear this, but fuck you and that finish line because I can't see the finish line because there's a cloud of uncertainty. There's a cloud of doubt. There is a cloud of anxiety. There's a cloud of I don't know if I'm going to make it through it. That is blocking my view. And I have to get through that. And to be honest with you. It would be easier. It would be easier if I just go back to my normal life. But I can't because I have to move forward, whether that's by choice or by law. And what I mean by law, I'm talking about, you know, by law. You know, I I tried to like hype myself up because I was really thinking like you've been out of your comfort zone before. You know, you've been out of your comfort zone before. How many times have you been promoted? And hey, if you're on Instagram, go ahead and drop me a congratulations. I appreciate it. But how many times have you been promoted? You've, you've left your comfort zone. You know what I mean? Like, I think the biggest shift for me was when. I guess it'll probably just be from Sergeant to Staff Sergeant, to be honest with you. Because I was a wild ass fucking sergeant. And the reason why. The reason why I was so wild as a sergeant is because I was a wild fucking corporal. But a lot of people have to make that transition. You know, make that transition from one rank to a different rank. Let me rephrase, you got to make that one transition from one position to another position. That was a big transition. Like you say that you can do the job and you know deep down you can do the job, but the job been beating your ass and you know your old job, your old job, it would be easier for you to do that. And the reason why the reason why is because you know it already. You know it already. And if you haven't gained anything from the three things that I said, the other, one of the biggest, being comfortable will always stop change. Having time invested in something can hold change. The longer I've been in something, the harder it is to pull me out. But the more comfortable I am with something, 
the harder it is for me to walk away from it. Whether that's in a relationship that I've gotten used to just not being properly fed. And I'm going to just tell you right now, it's, it's a game changer. And I don't know who's never felt this before right now. And I, before we go into the next phase of the episode, I really want you to understand. I don't know who's felt this before, but it feels good to be showed how to love yourself and be shown what love looks like. So, so as you sit there in your relationship, you feel me? As you sit there and you wonder if this is the next step, or if this is your hereafter, I don't know if it is, if you're thinking about that. I don't know who needs to hear this, but it's a game changer. You feel me? It's a game changer. When you start creating different streams of revenue, you feel me? It's a game changer. Like, like, yeah, you working at the job that you hate right now, but it feels good to receive money from the thing that you love. You know what I mean? It feels good because you know that the money that you receive, you can go ahead and put more in and grow it. I don't know who needs to hear this, but that new position, that new rank, yeah, it's going to come with a little bit of responsibilities. But the moment that you learn to master those, you'll be able to navigate a little bit more into those. And as we like sit back and we just try to like realize like what are we doing? You just got to really just take into consideration. You just got to rise to the occasion. And when I first heard rise, rising to the occasion or rise to the occasion, I thought they were talking about somebody that had fucking Edie. You see what I'm saying? Like I did not know what rise to the occasion was. Like I thought there was like a clever way to talk to somebody that had like erectile dysfunction. And that's not the reality of it. Rising to the occasion is to make that special effort that is required to successfully deal with something in in a difficult situation. It's that endurance when you didn't think that you had it. It's that courage when you knew you were afraid. It's that extra push when you thought you had given it all. It's stepping up when you know it fucking sucks. And I'm going to just be 100%. As somebody broke it down to me, what rise rise to the occasion was. You got to realize that if you rise into the occasion, shit sucks. Shit sucks. And I'm going to be 100% with you. Change sucks. Stepping out of your comfort zone sucks. Growing sucks. All of that shit sucks. Like, fuck, fuck the bullshit, man. Like, we always glorify the process. Like, you know, trust the process. You know, you got to embrace change. Yeah, I get it. I get it. It's like when you got a bad break and they got to reset it. That shit hurts initially. It hurts initially. But you get used to it, right? That's what I had to tell myself. You're going to get used to it. Because right now, you you at a crossroads. You at a crossroads. And life been beating you up. You're getting critiqued at your job. You feel me? And I'm going to just tell you, man, like this week, it, it did a little number on me, man. I had to sit in the car. I had to sit in the car and really decompress. I drove home. I ain't, I listened to music and I just really just decompress. That's why I haven't really been on like social media. I've been decompressing, absorbing, decompressing, absorbing, decompress. A lot of times people just absorb, but they never decompress. A lot of people, a lot of times people get beat up and that's it. They don't fight back. You at a crossroad right now. And you need to ask yourself, either you're going to rise to the occasion, you know, continue to step forward, 
even though you know you're getting your ass beat? Or you going to revert back? One thing that I love about this is that it's just like a fight. And when I say it's just like a fight, for those who practice like some form of martial art, you know, when you first learn a couple of new techniques, you don't get to use those initially in the fight. Fuck no. Hell no. You gonna get your ass beat. And as you getting your ass beat, the first thing that you revert back to is the simple things that you know. Quick jabs, quick rights. That's it. Not them slips that you have been working on for about a day, all day. The thing that I want you to understand is, is that initially you're going to get beat up. But you got to continue to keep moving forward. You feel me? Like you at a crossroad right now. When you break away from that relationship, you got to understand that it's going to be a couple of nights where you're going to feel like you want to pick that phone up and you want to drunk dial the person that you had been spending so much time to because they know your body, they know your mind, they know your spirit. That's what you think. You got to push through it. You feel me? It's going to be them days as you start that new business. You feel me? You gonna, like, like you can tell I'm getting comfortable the way I'm talking, but it's going to be them days where you start that new business and you feel like you ain't brought no money in. And, and, and then the, the people that, that sat there and they told you that you couldn't do it, they starting to sound a lot more right than how you sounded. And you're going to want to go back to your old job. You're going to want to go back to your old way of life. Let me just break this down, and I don't know who need to hear this, but a better life requires a higher level. I'll say that again. A better life requires a higher level. Like, I understand what it means when people say, like, I'm a big fish. I'm a big fish. I get it. I know what you're talking about. But a lot of y'all are just big fish in a small pond. Be 100% with you. See, I said we was at a crossroad, but the thing is, is that y'all, we, we sit back and we'll say, I'm a big fish. If you a big fish, you in a small pond, I'll be 100% with you. If you a big fish, you in a small pond. And people tend to stay in that small pond because of the comfort that it brings. But the problem is, is that your ambition, your drive, your skill, your better life is just like that tank. Just like that pond, you only going to get as big as it allows. You got to move forward. And that's what I tell myself as I sit here that you at a higher echelon. You feel me? Like if you know me personally, you know exactly where I'm at. You at a higher echelon. You want a higher way of life, a higher quality of life. So the gap that you experience right now, that big bridge. You got to cross that bridge to get to the bigger pond that you in. You probably in the pond right now. And yeah, it's unfamiliar because this isn't something that you accustomed to. And you a little intimidated and it's okay. I'm going to just be a hundred percent. Can we just normal? Can we normalize being slightly intimidated by certain things? Like slightly insecure about certain things. Like it's not saying that you. It's not saying that you're incapable but you are going to go through those emotions where you're like, fuck, do I have what it takes to be here? I'll tell you right now. I'll tell you right now. If you didn't have what it takes to be here, the thought wouldn't even be in your fucking head. Like, for real. If you didn't have what it takes to be here, your feet wouldn't even be touching the sand. 
So you really got to like give yourself respect. Like if you in a new situation right now and you've, and you've been getting your ass kicked and you want to go back to the normal, respect yourself, respect your skill, respect your growth, because you wouldn't even be in this situation right now if you didn't rate it. The opportunity to change, the opportunity to grow. And that's one thing that we always got to take into consideration. A lot of times, and you know, I go back to that big fish thing is that you see the 20 year staff sergeant, you see the person that works the job forever. And the reality is, is that once again, they probably were given the same opportunity to move forward. And they chose to take a step back because they realized that the better life that they were searching for was way too out of their grasp. Let me rephrase that. They felt like they weren't capable of obtaining the better life that they were searching for. So as we come to a close to this episode, I really want you to understand something. The process fucking sucks, period. But you got to go through it. Believe in your process. Because trust me, you, you where you supposed to be. And in three months and six months, you're going to be looking back on this moment and you're going to be sinking to yourself like, the fuck was I tripping for? What the hell was I so upset for? Why was I so insecure about this? Damn, this shit look good. Damn, this feel good. Damn, I can't wait to, re- <laughs> to listen to this episode again. And just like that, another extraordinary thought left this ordinary mind. I hope you enjoyed this episode half as much as I enjoyed making it. Stay tuned Mondays and Fridays. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Meech Speaks. Once again, that's Meech Speaks. Meech is spelled M-E-E-C-H. Don't forget to share this podcast, subscribe to this podcast, follow this podcast, pass this podcast to somebody because this podcast was dedicated to helping everyone become a better version of themselves. Even though I don't know what that type of version is, I just know that you can be better. Lastly, don't forget to grab your copy of The Extraordinary Thought from the Ordinary Mind available on Amazon, Barnes and Nobles. I think there's an electrical copy. You know what it is. Stay hungry. Stay motivated. I'm out.